Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 18th of March. We are past the middle of the month, and boy, has this been a month. You know, when we were kids, they used to say that March comes in like a lion and leaves like a lamb. I think it came in like a lamb, and it's going to leave like a lion this year. Um, We've got so much going on in our world, and in it, we still have to live. We still have to talk about the things we talk about, do the things that we've always done. And yes, it's a new normal, but who's to say it's not a good normal? We are... One example of how we work together, and that's what's happening right now. And one of the best ways to gauge your life and kind of feel like, hey, you know what, I'm doing my best, is in a relationship. And yes, in romantic relationships, which is what Relationship Wednesday is about, but this extends to every relationship that we have. Because what happens to us when we are younger is we work out all our bugs with our friends or with our siblings as a child. Because some people are only children, it ends up happening with friends that you start working out your little things on how to cooperate, how to negotiate, you know, not beating each other up. Um, that doesn't work, or when you get mad at someone, are you a talker, or do you get silent, or do you run away, or do you face it? And all of those things get worked out usually when we are kids with how we deal with our parents, how we deal with our lives when we are either punished or put in a timeout or how that makes us feel, all of those feelings go into this like feeling bank and and it goes inside and then when an appropriate situation comes up, those feelings come out because that's how you dealt with it at least once before. And so what happens when we get in relationships is let's say we have our first argument. Well, now you pull out how I respond in my argument file and then you just behave accordingly. And it may work out Or it may not. It may be okay for the other person to deal with you in that way. Or they may say, hey, you know what, this is not working. But what a relationship actually does to us, how it brings out our best or our worst, depending if that is our best, depending on what we went through as a child with parents and friends or siblings, How do our relationships, once we are in a romantic relationship, how is that different? It's different in a couple of ways. There is nobody else in life that we will be with in the same way we are when we are in a relationship. When we are in a relationship, we cannot go to our room and lock the door the way we would have with our parents or from our siblings, or we cannot just ghost a friend or not talk to a friend if something went wrong. We're there 
even in our sleep, we're going to sleep in the same bed, right? So you can't get away. So that forces the push and the shove of growing. The 10 things that hold more importance in a relationship than love, because people can love each other, but they may not be able to live together. So there's like these 10 most important things. How does that bring out our best? It forces us to trust somebody. If a relationship doesn't have trust, God help you with the rest of it. Because it is all going to be on shaky ground. Trust is one of those things that without it, and we can talk all day long, but without it, we just don't know how to base any other decision we make. It's like one of those things where, well, that'll be okay until. Because if you don't trust the person, you probably don't have a healthy and stable relationship at all. And you're always feeling insecure about it. You're always kind of one foot in, one foot out. Trust is either going to grow stronger over time, always going to feel like there's a lot of work to do in that relationship. But how does that bring out your best? Well, it's not only your best if you learn to trust, but also if your gut is telling you not to trust someone, then your, your instincts are doing their best to tell you, hey, you know what, this is, this is a shaky foundation. You may not be able to build a relationship here that can last the test of time because there is no trust. And so you can't lose. See, we, we look at the selection process in relationships as, if the relationship stays, we're good, and if it doesn't, we're bad, and we feel like we have to demonize the other person and we have to put people down. But really and truly, it's either recognizing that there is trust or not. Because without trust, the second most important thing that follows trust is honesty. Being truthful and honest, it comes out. People do not remember things that they say that do not, don't remember. If you say you were out with someone you weren't out with, two years down the road you may be at a party and you're your partner says, oh, yeah, when you went out with Sally and you guys went, the person's like, wait, 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 when did I go out with Sally and do that? I don't remember that. Sally, when did we do that? Oh, you know. Oh, no, no, wait. I, I don't remember that. What, what did, where did we go? And what happens to the person who's hearing that? 
they immediately don't trust you. And it could be two years later. You could have lived an exemplary life after that. But because you didn't tell the truth, the trust is broken. Because now what happens? Then you have the domino effect. What else isn't true? Even though everything else might be true. Because people tell us who they are all the time. So just if you can be who you are all the time and not feel like you have to hide certain things about yourself, then the other person feels free to not hide themselves either. If your best is not accepting your own behavior enough to lie about it, then the person you're with is going to see that too. Because being honest leads, being honest leads to respect. There's no amount of love worth giving up who you are and getting the respect that you deserve. I don't care if someone tells you they love you all day long. If their best is disrespecting you, or making you feel bad, or cutting you up, they are coming from injured love towards you. Is not a justification for disrespect or abusing your partner. So if these red flags, like, yeah, there isn't any respect there. They, they don't care. I had a woman who told me, I tried to kill myself once because my husband was so mean to me. I couldn't take it anymore. And now he wants to divorce me and use that against me. That she tried to kill herself. Well, what happened? They decided on a spur of a moment to get back together again. Together, she ends up pregnant with child number three. But there is no honesty, there is no trust between them. And now child number three is coming into that situation. And she found out that he was planning to take the kids in the divorce. And she found out all these things that she did not know. And now she has no trust. She didn't have it prior, but now she doesn't have it in the renewal, in that re-audition phase of the newness of the pregnancy and them being a family of three children and them getting together and not giving up on each other. But when you go back to, is there trust? No. Is there honesty? No. Is there respect? No. So now we have communication, which defines our boundaries. We can say with our mouths, this is okay, this is not okay. We need to express that and feel like we were heard. Otherwise, there's no energy exchange. 
communication, the way we communicate, allows our brain to say, oh, I'm in a good place. Or, hmm, I'm not heard here. Can I really function well not being heard? Because in this time in our history where we are all home, you can bet that a lot of us are going to rediscover our partners. We're going to rediscover our relationships with our children. Because we are, in a way, on a lockdown with no holiday in sight. So there isn't the distractions of shopping, of a big you know, date like December 25th or February 14th or 4th of July or Memorial Day or Labor Day. We don't have a marker to shoot for. Every single thing is gone in the sense that it was normal to us. And now we are like in this abnormal territory. And we may ask questions, and we may say, oh, wow, after all these years, we can still communicate well. I really respect what my partner has done. I really feel like us being honest with each other, no matter how brutal it may be, has served us well. As a result of all of that, I trust where I am at in life. I trust the decision I have made in life. That's how conversations go in our heads. If the conversation says, oh, wow, all this time I feel like we've grown apart. Well, it really is just because we haven't had time together. And now we have a lot of time together. I'm kind of enjoying getting to know my partner again 10 years later. We've been busy for 10 years. But look, we made it. We came out on the other end and we have these two kids and this is how we're going to deal with this. Because once you have communication in place, now you can add to your relationship the loyalty that the relationship needs And this one is right up there with trust. Because when we are loyal, we stay faithful. Not just to the relationship on what we think of faithful as a cheating end or a non-cheating end or introducing a third person, whether the other one knows about them or not, into the relationship. It goes back to integrity and values. Because the other person may never know, but how are you able to handle loyalty to a relationship? And you find out. A lot of people in this one find out if they're even cut out for a relationship or not. Because there's some people who just enjoy a lot of different people in their lives. And there's others who can stay with one person for 60 years. And no matter what's happened outside of the two of them, there's a loyalty they have to each other that they both understand. So there's never a worry if one or the other does whatever they do. 
because you never stop to think that something can go awry. If you have to worry every time your partner is not with you, if you have to worry about that, that will drive you nuts. It will drive the relationship nuts. And the best of that relationship will be, did you really go there? Did you really do that? Did you really go out with so-and-so? Because you understand in your heart that this person is not as loyal But this one literally is right up there with trust because the loyalty is built on how you communicate, the respectfulness. I mean, you know, it can make the difference because a lot of, I want to say, extramarital affairs or cheating that goes on in relationships is because they don't care about me anyway. This person is giving me attention. I need that feeling of being loved. I don't trust my partner as much as I would like to. And as a result of not trusting them, what just happened to you if you're going to be the one to cross the line? Is you yourself would be non-trustworthy. You'd be exactly what you didn't want. And so asking ourselves these questions is literally how it brings out the best in us. Imagine not asking ourselves these questions because once we have loyalty in place, we feel safe enough to feel happiness, to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm really happy here. When I hear a couple say, I don't feel time go by between us. I don't feel it. It doesn't, I feel like I do the day I met the person. I've been here for three years, five years, 20 years, 40 years. I have not felt the time go by. It's understanding that happiness isn't always sunshine and rainbows. It's understanding that happiness has underlining foundation that built us to be able to feel that. We are learning so much about ourselves that there is no way any relationship we could be in, even if on the outside it looks like a bust, that you aren't learning about yourself. And ultimately, and I know it looks like relationships and jobs and kids, but your soul came here to learn. And whatever it is we are learning, as long as we are learning and growing, we are doing exactly what we came here to do. And we've all, right now, it looks like, I know it sounds funny, but I was saying this yesterday to myself, was I feel like we all were like, Going one way, we're driving down two lanes. There's two lanes on the street. And we've been driving down this one lane, and we're going, and we're going, and we're going. And then we get to this one red light. And behind the red light is a barricade. And we all, not one, all of us have to do a U-turn and start going back down the other road. And as we go back down, we're passing things that are now outdated 
in our world and in our lives. And it's leaving us and leading us back to ourselves. Said to me, my job was to bridge people's souls back to them. And it took me 18 years, and less than a month from now, it will be 18 years ago that I saw Christ the first time. 18 years to be able to literally transfer that knowledge into completely usable knowledge to someone who doesn't even know me at all through the classes and through the books. And when Origins of Truth first came out, it came out in 2007, which was 13 years ago. And at that time, you know, just like Christ said, it will reach those who know and then those who don't know and then those who don't want to know. Because those who know can't teach those who don't want to know. But the ones who want to learn can teach them. So we are learning how we think, why we think what we think, why we want what we want. And right now we're finding out there's a lot of stuff we had that we, it's not that we wanted it or not, we just thought it was normal. And now we're saying, ah, maybe I don't want to do that anymore. Maybe I do want to feel better inside. Now I can't chase my tail even if I wanted to. I have to stop. What am I going to do with my time? And then as the days go by and you start doing little things that you just put off, and then you're really done, that sense of completion starts coming in. And then you really start saying what you've done every day without feeling like you had to hide a part of it because you feel like you won't be accepted. Our best starts to surface as we start to calm down. Once we start to calm down, something like trust is not hard. But when we're with ourselves all day and we're not really connected to our partner or to our kids, we're just rushing through our lives, we don't trust life, which transfers into us not trusting each other, which transfers into us not trusting we will be okay if we cross the board with all the jobs that are halted right now, like screeching halt, hit a wall, stop. Money isn't as available. They were going to close the markets, but they can't because people would not have access to the money that they do have. Because if they close the markets, that means the banks are closed, and they can't close the banks. But they closed all the stores that we would shop in. They closed all the restaurants we would eat in. They closed all the gyms we would shape our bodies in. Everything is closed. And in California, I don't know what it's like outside of California, there are lines to get into grocery stores. And once you get in, there's a rationing of what you can take. So as sobering as that is, which it is, 
the levels of appreciation for trust, for honesty, for communication, for loyalty, for happiness, has taken us to a place where now we can compromise. We understand that every relationship we have is built on a give and take. And we can handle compromises. We can say, hey, you know what? I'm good. If I have to give a little here, give a little there, that's okay with me. And that's how it feels when you go shopping. You wait in line because you trust. You say, hey, you know what? I'll go in. I'm compromising. I may not get what I want, but I'll get something and I'll be fine because that takes us to safety. The world isn't going to fall apart in a day, although it does feel like, but it didn't really fall apart in a day. It just changed in a day. It rerouted us and we feel safe in that rerouting, even though it feels so jarring because it's big. And that gives us independence. What am I going to do with my time? What am I going to do with my partner? What am I going to do with my kids? Again, our best resurfacing over and over and over again. And when we share those experiences with another human being through a relationship that we have, we build foundation and we continue to grow forward with them. If we cannot feel safety and independence, we keep asking ourselves if we are in the right place over and over again. We have turned like relationships into this beast that, you know, oh, relationships, oh, dating, and we just, but really we're just filtering through life to find the kind of partner that we can live with and build these foundational steps with. And some people are really good at first meetings and maybe not so good in a relationship. Some people are really slow in the beginning because it takes them a while to trust and be honest and to tell everything. We just got used to getting telling them your whole life story out of the way in the beginning. And then we live accordingly. But this that slow burn allows trust to in self because your stories that you have told will be retold by the people who already know you. And they say, oh, wow, that's exactly what Sally told me. You know, I can trust this person. Isn't that crazy? So once you got all that intact, you are able to have a partnership, a real partnership because you have your individual space and you have that strength as a couple. You guys feel like you're both in this together and an equal playing field. You already know that you trust each other. You already know you're going to be honest about how you feel when you can get to it because sometimes we don't know how we feel. But what does that sound like honestly? is to say, you know what, I am upset about this, but I don't know how I feel about it yet. I don't know why I'm so upset. Give me a few days. 
and the other person says, okay, and then that subject is put on the side and you're able to go on instead of having to hold your breath until everything is solved because everything will never, ever be solved. There will always be something on the ticker tape that's going around that you guys are in the process of solving, whatever it is, even if it's financial issues or issues with the kids or issues with the parents or whatever it is, you guys know you're going to be okay. You know that you can only take one bite of that elephant at a time and you still are able to enjoy the moment of your lives. Being with somebody forces us to go through all these steps and whip out our best. You guys, I can't believe my time is up. I always say that, but it feels like five minutes go by in this half hour. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Team Thursday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Dot com.